So where are you with your sustainability? Do you shop in neutral shops? Do you carry your cup with you everywhere you go? Are you aware of your carbon footprint? Well, this week on my show, I have got the lovely Catherine Frimond and she knows all about this stuff and she is helping accountants and bookkeepers and, and you if you want as well to be more sustainable. So she's got some great tips that she shares in the show. Uh, but if you go to the show notes, there's some also some great links there as well. So I loved chatting with Catherine. I'm going to get her back because she is brilliant and I'm going to change my pension so that it's more a sustainable fund, not one of those that's going to global warming. Anyway, without any further ado, please enjoy this show with the lovely Catherine Freeman. We are live. I've got the lovely Catherine with me. How the devil are you? I'm good, thank you. Enjoying the weather. How are you? Um, yes, it's, it's quite ironic that we're talking about the weather, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice day today, though. So I'll, I'll take sort of 26 degrees. It's when the warming hits 40 degrees that I'm starting to struggle. Well, probably about 27, actually. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we're OK in the UK. Whereabouts are you? I'm in Surrey, which is London, just outside London. So Yeah, so you get, you, you get it quite warm there as well. Yeah, probably but, not quite as nice as you get it. But you've uh, got maybe a sea breeze. We, we get a lovely sea breeze, which is absolutely superb. So, yeah. Catherine Frimond, for people that don't know yeah. who you are, let us know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, thank you. So um, I'm Catherine Frimond. I run a business called Your Local Bookkeeper, which is does what it says on the tin, is a bookkeeping practice. But where I'm a bit different is I focus mainly on sustainable and sort of purpose-led businesses. Most of my clients are doing something for good. Um, I wouldn't be accepting maybe an oil company onto my books. <laughs> um, and then sort of that's my bread and butter but what I am starting to do and what I'm working towards is helping accountants and bookkeepers become more sustainable in their business and showing you how you can be greener basically. Excellent and, and uh, th 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 this is, we we're just having a little chat before the show and um, yeah it's getting warmer though like you say there's, there's fires in Hawaii and Canada and goodness knows what else. Um, you're popular. Have you seen all the all the comments coming in? All no. these comments. Yes, like your fan club. So we got Kirsty, oh, Steph, Nicola, Ben, Demetrios, Natalie. Uh, I and, promise uh, I haven't played. I haven't played Ravi coming in as well. So hello to everybody that's watching. If anyone's got a question for Catherine, then then please just come in and, and shout, yeah. shout 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 out the questions. So um yeah, we know each other from the Six Figure Bookkeeper, don't we? We do, and, yeah. And, and, and all the amazing things that they do, and and how everybody in that community is absolutely wonderful. So that's all great. Yeah. But then we were chatting um, about sustainability, and I, oh, you need to come on my show. Come and talk to us about sustainability. So first off. What is sustainability? Right. So sustainability to me is about how I'm making an impact on the planet for a positive impact on the planet. So not taking more from the planet than I, I'm just going to shut those comments because they're distracting. Not taking more from the planet than um, I'm putting in. And then the next step for that is to put more back, give more back to the planet than you take out. And that might be, sort of green initiatives you know like not using the things you see all the time like not using plastic um reducing your carbon footprint um planting bee bombs things like that um but it's also for me about people and just being a kind person as well and um 
making sure that we live in an equal world and give, yeah. but giving back yeah. basically yeah. What, more uh, than what I take. Absolutely. And, and, Oh my goodness! It, th- th- we, we're going to be here all day talking about this, aren't we? Because I could it, be. I'm it, sorry. It, it, no, no, no. I, I, I think it's important. I think the biggest worry that 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 we've got is if I do my little bit, that's not making any impact at all. Because you see airplanes flying overhead, you see people driving um, big gas guzzling cars and stuff like that. And you're sort of like, why am I walking everywhere? And they're driving that great big car, you know, off-roaders through the center of Sidmouth. You know, there's only curbs that you need to worry about and you shouldn't be on the pavement. So, so come on, Catherine, why are you, what got you into all of this? Yeah, so I've always been into kind of the planet and living on it. It's not really something I'm I'm into. It's not a hobby. I like the, I like living and I like the planet that we live on. Um, but I think a real trigger for me, I read a book called The Uninhabitable Earth by David Wallace Wells, and I'll drop a, a link in the Please in do. the show notes. But um, it's quite a, it's probably a little bit outdated now, but it's quite a harsh reality of what can happen if we allow the planet to warm on the trajectory it is, and we're already starting to see some of those things. So the fires is definitely one of them. Flooding. Um, we're going to see displacement of people because habitats and places where people live are going to become unlivable. Um, and it, I can't think what else he has in there, mass migration, things like that, as well as like food shortages where everyone knows about bees being pollinated, pollinators. Um, and it was a real wake-up call for me of, wow, this... And, 2050 I think is the there's a there's something called the Paris Agreement which lots of countries have signed into or in America's case unsigned into and signed back in again um to reduce global warming to 1.5 degrees by 2050 2050 is too far away we're already Mm. on that trajectory we're already seeing it um so I read that book started to get more into it definitely when I was pregnant with my son I was kind of shopping at zero waste shops I still do all this but really really shopping at zero waste shops thinking about how I can make a difference and then I think with anyone when your child's born there's a little change isn't there and you think I need to make a difference for them not for me mm-hmm. um, and I was saying to you before we came on Ashley that I read um, a post on LinkedIn or something from a scientist that had said when they started working in sustainability, now this this problem started and the first record of this problem was a hundred years ago. So we've had a hundred years of not of this knowledge. Wow. Knowing to sort it out. But it really started, the movement really started in like the 70s, I think. Um, and he said when he was first studying this, he was worried about his grandchildren. Mm. And um then he had children, he started to worry about his children's lives. And now he's at a point where it's He's so worried. He's now worried about his life. And he's mm. 50, maybe. Yeah, yeah. a youngster. Um, this is, yeah, this is happening in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, you just have to look at the news. You just, unfortunately, it's not really in the news as much either, but you just have to look and it's happening right now. And it's serious. And um, yeah, if there was, I think Greta Thunberg said, your house is on fire. And 
yeah, it really is. Um, we need to start making actions. So I think one of your questions was just then was, how can I make an individual difference? Mm, mm. Um, you can't control what other people are doing. No. The only thing you control is yourself. And those, those little things, I can't see my son and say to him, I did nothing. Mm. And there's, there's lots of people that have used that phrase. You know, I can't go on and say, I did nothing to help this planet. Um, and we can make massive differences. There's, I think, 97% of businesses in the UK are small to medium-sized businesses. If everyone made one change, that, that's a massive impact. Um, I can't control what BP are doing. I can't control really what Rishi Sunak's doing with his BP shares at BP. Um, but I can control where my money goes and it's not there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what's the easiest thing? Doom and gloom. We, what, what, no, no, the, 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 <laughs> you only need to watch the news. You yeah. know, you, you see, uh, I, I can't remember where it was. I think it might have been Canada, but there was a picture of flames coming over the, the 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 ridge as it were and people sat on the beach because that's the only way they can get away from the away from the from fire it. you just you cannot imagine and that what it is must be like what's on the news yeah you can't imagine what that is like what's only on the news is only a fraction that's mm. the you know that's the sort of western world being affected like when it's in California and some celebrity's house burns down and people are interested, there's lots of other things that are happening in poorer countries. And this is something that is really gets my goat as well, <laughs> is that in poorer countries, they've created no carbon. They're not, mm. they're not developed. They've not created the carbon that we in the UK or the United States have created but they're the ones that are going to suffer. They're the mm. ones in that kind of mid belt, as you look at a map of the world, they're the ones that are going to be displaced and going through drought and famine. Um, and it's an injustice, really. So I think we can all make a difference. To, and if you make a difference, then it, nothing happens. At least you can say you tried. Yeah. Okay, so what 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 things could we be doing now? So we've got all these people uh, yep. are, are watching. What what could we all do? What could we all do? This this dead simple, and and it's it's not going to hurt. So me. the the first thing to do is measure your footprint. There are tools out there now where you can plug in your zero app, um, or I think QuickBooks does probably something. Sage have something. You can plug in your accounts, and you can create a carbon footprint off the back wow. of it. Wow. Okay. Um. There's a whole like other conversation about how accurate that is, but it's a place to start. And it shows you, right, this is how much your commute is in carbon. This is how much, I don't know, your computers are in carbon. Um, and then you can, once you know the facts, you can take action. And that's where I'm going to, I'm helping accountants and bookkeepers do that, is giving them that accountability and the tools to take that action. Um, so a great example is your pension. The best thing you can do for the planet today is change where your pension is because money talks. And 
if you are investing in fossil fuels, um, cigarette companies, like arms dealerships, all those things that you think, eh, eh, um, you can move your pension and you can move it to a green, more sustainable pension that's investing in wind farms or solar power or biodiversity, um, carbon capture, things like that. And, you know, if you think people have got, I've probably got 60 grand in my pension, that's a lot of money to move. And if everyone did that, it, it speaks volumes. Mm. So measure your foot, I'm going to go with two, measure your footprint, yep. change your pension and follow me. There you go. Yep. No, perfect. <laughs> follow, follow you. Where do we follow you, Catherine? So I'm on, um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's fine. Catherine Frimond. You can connect with me over on Instagram, which is at your underscore local underscore bookkeeper, which I will just copy and put in the comments. Fantastic. Ooh, how do I do that? I don't think you can. <laughs> I've put it in our private chat. There you go. And then it's in there. Afterwards. Yeah. Um, and you can join my Facebook group as well, which has got over 100 other bookkeepers and um, accountancy professionals in there all talking about the same stuff. No, perfect. Perfect. And it's not just for bookkeepers and accountants. People like you actually can come in and, you know, that are working in the sector, software providers. Everyone's welcome. No, this is this is superb. I've got a question from Claire. Oh, okay. How do you find out how bad your pension is? Great question. There are specialist pen. I'm not 100 percent sure is the answer. There are specialist pension providers that can help you determine whether you're in a good one or not I can recommend um work a bit with a company called Path Financial that do that and I think Aviva is the one that is they've got like an ethical fund so lots of these pensions have ethical funds and it's a case of going in and ticking a box so Nest Pensions for example have an ethical fund Mm. that you can go and tick the box um and I'm not in any way a pensions advisor but my understanding is that ethical pensions so things that um, invest in renewables things like that are now on par in terms of um like gains as the oil and gas industry perfect and perfect. Um, so you're not going to lose out on money so so steph is going to start looking at us and, and i think this this is the thing steph. Well done, steph. so many of us have no idea where our pensions invested. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, get, get on the phone, fill out an online form, whatever it is. Can you move all of my investments to ethical funds? And and and, and like you say, and and it, and if we if we start doing that, then surely because everyone's investing there, then they're going to do better than the other funds anyway. Exactly. So, so that's something. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, yeah. Catherine. I'm so, sure so. there's a website, and I just can't think of it off the top of my. Head, but I will find out. Some someone's going to come back, and, and Nicola's now looking at all of her pensions. So, yeah. um, a pension okay, advisor can help us. Yeah, um, yeah. and someone as a company called Nest. Yeah, absolutely, Nicola. So, and that and that's it. It's just it's just looking at that. So we're we're gonna we're gonna follow you. We're gonna join your Facebook yeah. group. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna change our pensions. And what was the other one? Measure your carbon footprint. Measure your carbon. And, and yeah. It, yeah, this is this is the thing, right? It's all very well um where am i but how bad do you know you know you you, you don't know and I, and I guess i'm going to make it uh, i'm going to use an analogy of losing weight yeah you need to lose some mm-hmm. weight 
but I don't know how much I need to lose. So jump on the scales, look at your BMI chart, and then you go, right, okay, this is how much I need to lose. And I think that's absolutely superb. And um, that is a change in your like your mindset and how yeah. you work, yeah. but it's the same as losing weight. So yeah, absolutely. Little, what we do in the Facebook group is all little changes. So every week we have a post of what little change have you done this week? And it might be just, I remember to take my reusable cup to the cafe. Great. Mm. That's a great change. And if everyone can remember that once a week. You'll be proud of me. Change. You'll be proud of me. You'll be proud of me. I'm just going to shout out Kelly. Hi, Kelly. She was a guest on my show. Uh, we use Nest and we think they're pretty good on the investment front. Mm -hmm. So there you, there you go. I think they're one of the top performing and they're run by the government as well. So I don't yeah. know how that links into the government. So anyway, I said you'd be proud of me. Yeah. Uh, we've just had Folk Week in Sidmouth. Okay, so that you go to like you, you, uh, it was brilliant fun. It was brilliant fun. You go to the pubs and you get loads of beer. And and the trouble is, what happens is, is people are uh, people migrate to different pubs, and so and, and there's lots of people. So the 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 pubs don't like using glass, mm -hmm. so they use plastic. So I've now got these cups that are reusable. So you pay a pound deposit. So that's great. Yeah. I took my tankard. Oh, good for you! I've got a pewter tankard, and so I therefore I use I use no plastic during the week. Um, and, and... and the thing with that is they're great. It's a great scheme. If people take them back, I know for a pound, I'm probably just going to take it home. Um, yeah. So it, it's a great scheme if people take it back. They then get washed and rinsed, and they get used on another event, which is fantastic because that's the more yeah. people use one item the more their carbon footprint of that item is going to reduce. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? And the, and the trouble is with, with glass, you know, if you've got a load of party goers and, and, and a couple of glasses get broken, then people are going to cut yeah. their feet. And, you know, you've just got to be careful. Um, so we either invent unbreakable glass or we all go back to tankards. Go they, back to tankards. They, I'm 100% they, behind that. Absolutely work. Um, I go to the supermarket and everything is packaged, Catherine. What do yep. I do? What do Take I do? What well, at, at, at the supermarket? At the yeah. I know that's quite like rebellious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I either get the stuff that's non-packaged and there are options, but generally it does tend to be more expensive. I have been known to just unpackage like fruit and veg. You don't need a you don't need that in a plastic. Package. Yeah, why why do they put six apples in a bag? it's just unnecessary how do we stop that though because that that's the only way i can buy apples in my supermarket i would so if you're feeling very rebellious i would scan the barcode and take the apples out of the packet and yep. leave the package waste for the supermarket to deal with they get charged for waste okay. so that becomes their problem which is quite rebellious i think and probably not legal um have you got a zero waste shop nearby no. maybe not for apples no. but no. we've we've really lucky where we are we've got a couple of really good zero waste shops where you can get i mean one girl does it and she's got everything you could imagine she gets apples from the green grocers and go to the local market maybe get apples and fruit and veg there you can get veg boxes delivered there must be somewhere in Sydney that does a veg yeah, yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, um, it's, it's it's ignorance, isn't it? I'm not looking for these places. 
yeah so um, that's the sort of thing that then we discuss in the group of well here's the veg boxes that you can get and also I think it's important to remember that nobody's perfect like I get my vegetables from Sainsbury's as well um and one week you might need to get it from one place and the next week you've got a little bit more time to go pick your own or something yeah, yeah. um just on apples we're really lucky that our neighbor has a apple tree perfect so uh, i've been need, in there i need to move to surrey <laughs> yeah there's downfalls too there's a lot of land rovers in surrey that go yeah. around Around, around the street <laughs> well you, you need you need them in sorry because the hills are like that and there's no tarmac on them no you do <laughs> so so you you run your business you, you, you're yeah. doing local bookkeeping so you've got mm -hmm. loads of lovely clients and so this is like a side passion project for you yeah it is and i realized actually we talked about the six-figure bookkeeper club it was through doing that program that I realized that I was working with clients that I didn't like. Yep. And uh, we, we talk about this a lot in, the, in that group and clients that just don't align with my values. Why was I working with these people? So now all my marketing is targeted at purpose-driven businesses. But yeah, as a sideline, I realized sort of that we've got this huge community of accountants and bookkeepers and collectively we can make a massive impact but not only that there's opportunity to make money for accountants and bookkeepers in sustainability um large companies like your plc's like tesco's sainsbury's they have to report now on their carbon footprint they have to have a net zero plan in place so just to tell everyone net zero is where you've reduced it as much 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 as possible Whereas a lot of people talk about carbon offset, which might, which just, uh, well, as it says, offsets your emissions. You're not trying to make a reduction. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're buying, you're, yeah. you're, bu you're buying your way out of a problem rather exactly. than doing the right thing. Yeah. And they have to report on their net zero plan. And as part of that, they have to report on their suppliers and their suppliers are the SMEs that bookkeepers and accountants are looking after. Um, and as trusted advisors of businesses, they go, these companies are going to start asking us, how do I get a net zero plan together? How do I do that? And it all starts with the measurement, which we've now slowly starting to get tools to do. Um, and of course, you can charge for that. That's, a, that's another service um, that bookkeepers and accountants can offer. Mm -hmm. So Perfect. it's not just about the planet, although that's the main thing. There is, you know, opportunity in there as well. Yeah, yeah. But look, if it's going to cost us loads of money, we're not going to do it because you know, we, 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 you know, we've got bills to pay and and, and stuff yeah. like that. But but you know, like you say, you can actually help you use it to help make you better, help make your service better, and things like that. Now, Nicholas, come up with a great question. What is a good carbon footprint? <laughs> I think it depends. That's a hard question. I think it depends on your business so I'm a soldier well I was a sole trader last time I had my practice like calculated um I had one subcontractor at the time and my carbon footprint was five kilograms co2e which is like equivalent so mine was really low 
but I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere. I come to the office. I don't go anywhere. We've got solar panels. I drive an electric car. Like I'm very conscious of what I'm doing. So mine was very low. For someone like Nicola that has three or four staff, hers will be a bit higher again still. Someone that has an office is going to be higher again still. So I don't think there's anything like as a good carbon footprint, but as long as you are reducing as much as you can, the impact you're having, yeah, that's where the difference is. And that's how you would then maybe get certified as net zero is when you've done all those adjustments. Um, so my carbon footprint's really small compared to, I don't know, Sage's carbon footprint. Yeah, sure. But Sage are doing all the right things to get their footprint down. So that was a hard question, Nicola. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but but, uh, but and, and I guess let's let's I, and I don't know how the numbers work, but let's say say my carbon footprint is ten. If I can get it to yeah. nine, I'm I'm doing something. Yeah, and and, and, and so, actually, so, so, think, so so just measure what you're doing. Yeah, I think the average. So I've got a personal carbon footprint and a business carbon footprint. Um, I think the average for a person including you know things like holidays things like that is about 10 as you say so if you're below that the, the wwf have a really good carbon footprint calculator for personal carbon footprint and it takes into account things like what you eat where do you get your food um how often do you fly things like that now i don't fly because i'm petrified of it so that automatically brings my footprint right down <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, and and that's the other thing so so we um I, I'm, a, I'm a chef i married a chef so we we cook all our own stuff so we don't have any ready meals and stuff like that so our, yeah. our carbon footprint is going to be a bit lower isn't it yeah depending on yeah it will um i think it depends where you get the ingredients from as sure. well so a mass-produced beef from sainsbury's is going to have a higher carbon footprint than if you go to your local farm shop and sure. literally eat the cow that you're looking at. Yeah, um, yeah. It all depends on how cow, or it's a whole different subject, but it could all go into like how, what the animals are fed. Um, the majority of the Amazon rainforest that's been knocked down is for things like palm oil and soya. And soya is what feeds cattle. So if you can reduce to reduce your like I'm a meat eater, but if you can reduce how often you're eating meat or where you're getting that meat from, that's going to reduce your impact as well. I think it's just being conscious and thinking, hang on, before I buy this, what impact did that have on the planet? How did it get here onto my plate? Mm, mm. And also, how are those animals treated? Yeah. Yeah. Pa Pavel raises a good point here. He's saying that um, basically we've killed the local economy because we've got supermarkets. We've removed the green grocer. Yeah. But luckily in Honiton, there's a conscious green gro grocer turns up at the street market every Saturday. So, uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Pavel. Thanks. Thanks for that. And, and I it's guess really if, we, if, if we start looking, we're going to find these places. And I think that's the thing is, you, yeah. is, is um, you know, if you if, if you if you change your car and you look, you, you know, you buy a red car. You might see loads of red cars. So if we now start talking about this, we'll start seeing yeah. stuff and start thinking. And you will. About stuff. Yeah. Um, and like the zero waste shop near us does really well, but there's been a couple that haven't done very well. And there's been a lot that 
because it's easier to go to the supermarket and get your pasta in the supermarket. It's so easy to go to the zero waste shop as well. It's it's changing your habits, isn't it? Um, Yeah. uh, I I, I can't remember how long ago it came in, but we all take bags to the supermarket now. Yeah. And when you don't and when, think anything of it now, oh, do you? Oh, when that first came in, taking bags to the supermarket, why would why would you do that? And and yeah. and now, when you see someone buying a bag at the supermarket, you're like, they're like a smoker, aren't they? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Judgment. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on vapes either. That, that that's a whole other. Oh, well, this is this is because like... sing, that's single use, right? So. Right. Okay. A whole okay. other conversation, but yeah, yeah, you didn't think anything about taking your, you don't think about taking your bags to the supermarket anymore you, don't, you probably don't you know if it once you get into the habit I take my reusable cup everywhere I always yeah. have a water bottle with me because I'm yeah, never, uh, yeah, I've, hardly I've all, ever I've, buy plastic water like I can't think the last water. time I bought plastic water either no totally agree with you and, water, and, and, and there's a lot and there's a lot of and there's a lot of people out there that are happy to fill a bottle um which, which is which is which is great so it's a legal requirement in the uk for a if you're eating in a restaurant they legally have to provide you with tap water so you don't have to accept i'm sure i read that that Mm. i could have said that really factually and it not be true but i'm sure i've read that somewhere that they so so this is this is true every pub has to provide you with tap water tap water yeah free free of charge um i'm sure it's the same for restaurants um but but yeah it's definitely it's definitely pubs because i i know somebody that used to live in a pub that wasn't a pub anymore but legally if someone knocked on the door and said can i have a glass of water he had to provide them with a glass of water and if someone knocks on your door you're going to give them a glass of water well yes of course you would anyway aren't you or fill that or fill their water bottle yeah and there's great things now you probably saw when you're at accountex um in london in the excel they had refill stations and they've got them on beaches all sorts of places yeah and it's just yeah. like, like you say it's being aware of these things it's 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 changing our habits taking our tanker to the pub um do, love do, yeah it's, it's cool as well and it's always it's always a good talking point um i did say that we could talk forever but we do yeah. have to end we do have to end the show you've been a lovely guest uh definitely Thank gonna you. i'm definitely gonna sort my pension out and i'm definitely gonna yeah. join your facebook group so make sure you drop the link Great. in here uh, thank you to everybody for coming on and, and asking questions and chatting today and letting us know what they're doing. Um, I've got one more question for you, which is the yeah. only question I'm going to ask you that was on our list. Um, oh, yeah. but, but I just want to go to my guest next week, uh, who is uh, coming from the States. So uh, it's all right. It's on Zoom. So he'll, he'll be, he'll, he won't be flying. But I've got Matt Banken. He's going to talk to us about um, marketing uh, for accounting and bookkeeping practices. So I'm looking forward to having a chat with Matt. Uh, I was on his podcast a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we're, re- we're doing a quick swap. So, Catherine, my last question to you. When you were at school, and this, this links to my post that I did today mm. as well. When you were at school, what did you want to be when you grow up? And I know the answer to this because I've seen your I've seen your thing. But tell us what you wanted to be uh, when you were at primary school. What do you wanted to be when you grew up? I did work it not when I was at primary school, but at secondary school. I did a work experience in a nursery, as in like a child's nursery. Now, anyone that knows me that's listening to this will be laughing now because they know I don't like children, even my own sometimes. <laughs> and yeah, I just I couldn't be further away from it. It only took one week of work experience to put me off for life. So, perfect yeah perfect and that and that's the thing isn't it with with, with work experience that that, that that is 
why why we do it um I, I've had I've had 30 jobs, so that's my work experience. I found I found something there that I thoroughly love. Uh, Catherine, you've been a delightful guest. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing what you know. And uh, I think we're going to need to get you back because that was brilliant. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank Super. you. Uh, thank you, thank you to everybody for for watching. Cheerio, bye bye. We go another podcast in the bag. I've been Ashley Leeds. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, then please subscribe and I will see you again another day. You can find me on LinkedIn if you want to catch up. If you fancy being a guest on one of my shows, I do live shows on LinkedIn twice a week, but I also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the YouTube channel. And we can talk about absolutely anything in those. So whatever you want to do, get in touch. And thank you for listening.